This is Brent Schutte, Chief Investment Strategist for the Northwestern Mutual Wealth Management Company. Thanks for listening to this week's market commentary. On our first two podcasts, we spoke about the need for monetary and fiscal policymakers to step up aggressively to fill and cushion the economic valley or void that coronavirus is now causing with an attempt to make sure that no one falls too far or too hard. If I could describe the market steadying of the past week or so, I do think the equity market is expressing some optimism that we now have an economic plan for how we are going to get through the next few months. Now, it is certainly not perfect, but it is massive, and if need be, more could be forthcoming. I do think the next market phase will be driven more by how the virus develops and how our response proceeds. And that's still a bit fuzzy, but perhaps we could say improving. The actions of the fiscal and monetary policymakers has been large and quick. It only took them a few weeks or so in this crisis to get to where it took them one and a half years or so during that great financial crisis of late 07 to 09. While their actions this time will not be perfect and they're not going to solve all economic problems, they will and can help to keep consumers and companies afloat. This is an important concept. Think about the consumer balance sheets, which were in great shape before the coronavirus hit. We discussed that in podcast one. As an example of how this may play out, this week we received the conference board consumer confidence numbers for March. And they showed the consumer, even as of March, still feels pretty good about their present situation. Think balance sheet. But the future is a bit concerning. If the economic relief package can help keep their balance sheets from deteriorating too much during this time period, when that future outlook does brighten, this could help increase the pace of economic growth on the opposite side of this. Think consumer spending. And to close this concept off, I do believe if we need more financial relief stimulus to help get the economy through this, for example, if the virus were to worsen, I do think it will be forthcoming. There is already talk of a phase four financial relief package and talk of infrastructure, for example. And I note this is a global comment, not just a U.S. centric one. I think it may be helpful to start describing this journey we are on in terms of milestones and markers. So I just discussed the economic relief package that is now in place, and that has stemmed some of the equity market selling. It's actually turned the market up a bit in the past week or so. I think the next milestones are making sure we are getting the appropriate resources to the appropriate places to help the individuals that are currently being impacted by the virus. Then I think broadly about our actions as hopefully turning the tide on the virus not just from a quarantining perspective, but science. And I do think we are starting to see nuggets of hope on this front. And the final marker or milestone may be us determining how do we get more people to go back to work? How do we get the economy up and running and returning life to some level of normal when the time is right? I do think the little nuggets of positivity are one, getting more data, to help answer some of the questions and make informed decisions. So in the past week, we've learned about a quicker and more plentiful testing methodology. We do have some drugs in clinical trials. And then I think of the potential for a vaccine. Now, I caveat 
that I am not a scientist nor a doctor. But earlier this week, J&J announced the potential for a vaccine that could be ready by January 2021. Of course, this still has to be proven to work and it has to be proven to be safe. But I bring it up because if you think about that date in terms of my comments from podcast number one, where we talked about this bear market likely having a more definable end date than the one in 2001, where terrorism was the unknown factor and how that would play out, or the financial crisis in 08, 09, where we worried about the survival of the financial system, each and every one of these positive news points, each and every one of these dates helps the market put a potential end date on this crisis, which helps Wall Street sharpen economic forecast, and it ultimately helps, helps to lessen uncertainty. Let's shift gears and close this out with some market commentary. The market downturn has been swift. It is hard to believe that on February 19th, the S&P 500, U.S. large cap stock, hit its all-time high. It took a mere 16 trading days to push it into a bear market, which was the swiftest 20% decline from its prior high on record ever. Then last week, we rose 20% in a mere three days. Now, this has raised much chatter and commentary on whether or not we have seen the bottom during this time period, or was last week more akin to October 2008. That was during the financial crisis when we were in a bear market, and then after TARP passed, the market rallied 20% in a similar time period, only to fall again before we hit the ultimate bottom on March 6, 2009. A couple comments on this. One, I do take some solace that most people believe that last week was not the bottom. Consensus is almost always wrong, and this means we could have people having to run into the market to try to play catch-up if it was. Two, I hear a lot of people advising that you should wait until the economic data changes. I disagree. If you believe you can wait until the economic data turns, I think it will be too late. As an example, the unemployment rate didn't peak in that great financial crisis until October 2009, so six to seven months after the market bottomed. And most importantly, number three, even if you bought, quote, early in October 2008, I don't think that anyone who bought then ended up being disappointed on a one, three, five, and 10-year basis, provided they didn't lose the faith and then panic before that ultimate bottom. Thinking back a bit more to that financial crisis, I have so many people come up to me and share their personal investing stories during that time period. Almost all those conversations have investors telling me they wish they would have bought more stocks during the great financial crisis, or at least just not sold and then stayed in cash too long. I can tell you, I don't think I've ever had anyone come up to me and say, I wish I would have sold more during that crisis, or I timed it perfectly. I got out and then I got back in. As we all know, that is extremely difficult in volatile times like these. Lastly, I hear and I agree that this event will change how things operate in the future. But I don't think that should be a negative or cause anyone fear. Society always shifts and a capitalistic economy can adapt. Do we open up new ways to do business and will we have new rules of the road? After all, the comments I have made about consumers having solid balance sheets and banks being better capitalized 
were a direct result of the aftermath of that great financial crisis. As we continue moving through this crisis, these are the things we'll be thinking about to help guide how we may tweak our investments in the future. But most importantly, still within that intermediate to long-term focus framework that has served investors so well historically. Thanks for listening and stay healthy. The opinions expressed in this audio cast are those of Northwestern Mutual as of the date stated on this material and are subject to change. There is no guarantee that the forecasts made will come to pass. This material does not constitute investment advice and is not intended as an endorsement of any investment or security. All investments carry some level of risk, including the potential loss of money invested. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against a loss.